Everybody and welcome back to the ATI podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's happening, people out there? If you're live with us now or you see this video feed, we are doing the big ATI first annual fantasy football league this year. I know back in the day we were Josh and I, some of our early bondings was watching NFL games. Absolutely. Uh watching Super Bowls together, having Super Bowl parties, stuff like that. Then we played Madden quite a bit. Oh yeah, as well. Of course, yeah. I've and, kind of fallen uh, off that, which is a shame. I yeah. wish I wish I would have kept up with it, but it's yeah. been a couple of years for me too. They actually have the special John Madden edition out this year with him on the cover, actually. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a pretty football centric podcast overall. We just kind of want to get on in a, a little ahead of the actual draft. The draft is going to commence here in about twenty eight, twenty seven minutes at seven p.m. Central. If you're listening live, we're going to be drafting and sharing our screens and talking about what's going on. Oh, yeah. um, but we just kind of wanted to open up things with kind of current events. And I don't think there's any bigger current event right now <laughs> than the sonic boom in the parkland, Man, at least around here. Dude, I, w- dude, I was convinced, convinced that somebody was shooting a gun outside my house. Yeah. Like I immediately turned to my wife and I was like, did you hear that? And she's like, what was that? And I was like, dude, I don't know. It sounded like a gun. Right. And then I got on Facebook and then of course, you know, everybody's like earthquake, earthquake. And I'm like, dude, that probably wasn't right. earthquake. Cause that was loud. Yeah. We, one of those occasions, and we've had a lot of earthquake activity here, you know, recently and frequently in the area. We're not that far from the new Madrid fault line as well. So, right. you know, to immediately assume that it was earthquake was probably decent. But the last time we had one, I think it was like in like two or three o'clock in the morning. And I woke up because I felt like I felt the house rumbling. Oh yeah, you actually it felt was like the a house rumble. Shake. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like a murmur. It was just brief, but you right. know, I, I wake up like that sometimes. Yeah, so oh it's yeah. Not that Subtle unusual. things can get you. But yeah. then when I did, I could hear what sounded like two train cars, and I live right next to a train track, as you hear in the episodes sometimes. <laughs> uh, the the trains, I sometimes when they slam together or something, you know, like carts or whatever. Right. It sounds right. like that. Yeah. So I I just kind of wrote it off like that. And then I, lo and behold, I think a day or two later, it was reported that that was, you know, an earthquake in the area. It was like a 2.9 or something. Right. You know, low on the scale. But yeah, that actually happened like right up where I live. It was close yeah. to like Murphy Settlement Mineral or something. Mineral Point, like right? Or something? Uh, yeah. I think it said Murphy Settlement or okay. something. But I think that's all like the same area. Like, cadet mineral yeah, point right, right. you know leadwood right all that the earthquake type stuff was an easy assumption to make as well and i did hear some people say that it could have been like a sonic boom and i actually saw you know throughout my job i get to go outside occasionally so i was i saw a plane that looked like looked to be an f-15 flying really close you know like literally over the town of farmington throughout right, the day right. yeah and i was like well, I don't know that I've ever seen them, you know, that close. Right. It just seemed unusual. 
and you don't see a lot of 15 F15s in the area <laughs> right extremely routinely you do see it some every now and then just because of where Boeing's at altitude wise and I, I know that gets you know deceptive whenever you're looking up through a sphere in the sky <laughs> but you know altitude wise i'd have to say that it was at least twice as close at some points like i could actually and i have terrible right. distant vision yeah. i could see the de- some details of the ship yeah, well, you know, they were uh, well, okay, anyway, let's let's explain. So, come to find out, it was an F15 like Barrett said and it was on a test for it was it was basically it was like somebody is purchasing it, which I would assume the US government. Right. And it was a pre-purchase test flight, which is very common with Boeing. Apparently, they were showing off what this thing can do and they were testing it, but yeah, it says on the tracker from what I seen that people were sharing online that this thing was 48,000 feet in the air. Dude, that sonic boom was the loudest sonic boom I've ever heard in my yeah. life. And I remember when I was a kid, like Scott's Air Force Base used to do drills all the time with right, the skies right. down here. Yep. And I remember hearing them break yep. the sound barrier, and yep. it was not anywhere close no. as loud as what I heard the other day. No. <laughs> no, not at all. But, I mean, obviously you have to assume technology's gotten better over the years, and right. I'm sure it's a much more efficient vehicle, right? Skycraft. But I mean, they said he was I've, going I've Mach never heard 1. Anything like that. Mach 1, I mean, they're capable of pulling like way higher than that, aren't they? I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't <laughs> seem right to me, but what yeah. do I know? Yeah, a lot of people are speculating that it might be fishy because there's actually a law banning, I guess, planes. Test flights. But yeah. it's kind of a gray area thing because the U.S. government, it's a military aircraft. And I guess if the U.S. military is buying it, that. They're allowed to, you know. I well, you make the rules, you get to break them, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess, man. I don't know. But a lot of people are speculating that this thing's seen something in the sky and chased it. And that they're just using the test pilot thing to... As an excuse. As an excuse. Like it's a cover-up right. sort of thing. If you do look at the flight pattern, it is really weird. But Yeah, whatever. I did see it. I I thought it was very unusual. Um, like why... Dip- I mean, it's easy to say like snakish. Right. But you know, it kind of like wrapped around, I remember. And I was just like, that's a weird right. flight pattern. But no. again, I don't, I'm not a, you know, I'm not an air traffic controller. Right, so right. Me neither. I'm not clear. an expert at all. Don't forget. But I play one on TV. Missouri is the pre-Roswell. If you think Roswell was the first alien crash, it was not. Check out the Cape Girardeau crash that happened before Roswell. And it happened right here in Missouri. Real close in Southeast Missouri. Give some details if folks are vague. At least bullet points. Um, Cape the Cape Girardeau crash was... Um, I think the the person that gave the testimony was, I think, a preacher or reverend, and he was called up by the police to come read last rites to two victims of a crash. And he states that when he got to the crash, that it was actually an alien craft and there was bodies and he performed last rites on the bodies and that the local mortuary brought wooden coffins for the box or for the bodies and that they were shipped off in military trucks. Well, he's a preacher. So he, you know, he didn't lie. All right. Right. Good old Southeast Missouri preacher, buddy. He's, yeah, he's sending for no aliens. No, man. And so obviously, you know, that leads to some of the speculation as Josh said, to get back to that in the area, as far as what that noise was. Yeah. I, I was cooking dinner. I thought it was an earthquake. I was like, what was that? And Pam's like, it's probably an earthquake. It sounds just like it did the last time. And yeah. I went outside, like looked around, looked sound. around, like nobody but, else was outside. I'm like, did we just, I don't know, as a family have some moment? <laughs> Do <laughs> we all know. experience something? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Shit like that just 
uh, doesn't i don't know just kind of uneasy with the whole thing <laughs> yeah well you just that's not something you experience often right you know what i mean it's so. kind of rattling especially you know the state of you know domestic affairs and, and foreign affairs right right now right. And, and things that are going on and tensions with russia and right more specifically china and China as well. So like you, you, you kind of live in, in constant fear of the 24 hour news cycle. Right. Right. And that's a good transition into talking about our boy who can't stay out of the news cycle. <laughs> and that's, and the uh, media that's just DJ. It up. G, DJ <laughs> Donald Trump is once again, you know, the, this story, this saga continues. Donald Trump is now in his framing of the Mar-a-Lago things, trying to claim executive privilege initially. Okay, <laughs> this is kind of where this started. But Obama took thirty million documents with him too when he left. That's yeah. only fair. Come I'd on, like now. Anywho, you know this is these are classified documents. Yes, you know, an executive privilege is a for a sitting president, and B <laughs> is. Executive privilege is executive privilege. That means executives can look at it, people in the executive branch, right. more specifically. Right. You know, and when the, the FBI is a part of the executive branch, mm-hmm. part of the DOJ, as, and right. as that acting body, it's you can't you can't call crime on crime. You right. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Per se. It's just unbelievable that these framings, these arguments that they try to have. To make it sound like they're in the right and they being the the Trump in his camp, you know, they continue to just try and it seems like literally I I keep making this comparison, but it's a gorilla shitting in its hand in the zoo, in the cage and flinging it to the wall and seeing what sticks. You know, that's all this is. It's just gorilla shit slinging constantly. Yeah. Yeah. The analogy that is a common used in like, you know, these conflicts of politics and talks is moving the goalposts. You know, that's a whole strategy that people do whenever you try to have these conversations with people. Right, right. And, you know, I guess that would be the next closest analogy, but that's not exactly what this is. Like, it's just a stupid statement that's just wrong. (laughs) You know, the executive branch is the executive branch. Right. So he doesn't, you know, that, that argument's not the one to know. Then at some point, Trump's attorneys say that the documents that they claim to have picked up out of Mar-a-Lago weren't ever there. (laughs) Meanwhile, Trump goes and doubles talks, posts this information and says that, no, that's not right because they had those documents spread out. Actually, those documents were inside my desk (laughs) next to my passport. Right. So you so you have you have an attorney saying one thing right. and then you have you have the defendant right. saying something completely different. Absolutely. <laughs> so we got Brando logging in now, Tom Tickle, aka Nobdard and Tickle in the Pickle. Abo- Mr. Abort the Court as well. So he's 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 joining us on video now. Uh Tom Tickle, thank you. Uh, we're live <laughs> and in charge. You can do your thing. Hop in when you want. We're just uh, riffing on some current events, and actually, you're you're oh, you're just and, in time uh, for for this. Just talk. In, in time, we just started talking about Trump and the latest developments with him, and you know, first saying that. Oh, what's going on with that guy? Does he have any kind of legal battle? <laughs> <laughs> just a widow one. Sweet, just yeah. a widow one. But uh, of course, uh, Trump is trying to claim executive privilege that doesn't apply to whenever the executive branch is acting on you, right? <laughs> because you're all executives; you're all part of the executive branch, right? No, but I'm a president. Right, right. I'm a president. I'm still the president. You, that that of course entitles you to break the law. 
for sure. Well, yeah, fucking Nixon did. <laughs> great, great, He's a great man. Great example, right? <laughs> great, yeah. Roger Stone, go all the way, <laughs> even if you have to run over people's rights for it. <laughs> Woo! Advancing along in this. So, you know, Trump contradicts his own people, too, as well. You, we were talking as soon as you were getting on. So the photo went up of all the documents spread across the floor. And, you know, the Trump camp yeah. was like, oh, things weren't like that. You know, that, that's a staged photo, yada, yada. And so Trump. What would it matter? Right. Yeah, right. So his attorneys took the position that the documents were never there, essentially. And then Trump, <laughs> Trump, this dumb motherfucker says, I guess he didn't even hear what his attorney said about it. So this dumb bastard says, "That's that photo is so fake. Those documents were next to my passport they, on my they, desk. <laughs> I would never, I would never keep top secret documents on the floor. I keep them in my desk. I think they actually found them on his desk, but he had so many papers strung out across the desk. They moved him to the floor because my understanding is, at least in what some of the pundits I heard this morning discussing it, was that." They actually weren't necessarily looking specifically where they ended up finding those documents in particular. And I think these documents in particular, uh, the ones that Trump alluded to anyways, is in part of the seizure, was documents based on Macron's sex life. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, by the way, I want to know all about Apparently that. it's interesting enough ever. to have a fuck – I, I right, mean – Right, to have a whole a briefing file on, on it. it. I want right. to be included So in now it. I'm totally intrigued. I've already talked to Liz. She's down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. You're going to find out in these documents that Liz has been down for Macron. Uh, yeah, Surprise, Macron's I, I the dad it, uh, of your child. <laughs> He's the father. <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm good with it. No ties. Anyways, uh, so uh, – what was I going to say? No, so the thing that they're hung up on is how were they found? Yeah, essentially. But they're hung up on anything. Trump's attorney, it, attorneys initially were making the comment that they weren't there. But the documents never were there in the first right. place. Alluding to the fact that they were staged at Plandon. But Trump fucked but up Trump and said, yeah, yeah, they were in my desk. Yeah, they were in my desk next yeah, to my passport. In his desk next to his passports floor. is what I think the argument was. <laughs> So he had what a fucking cunt. Literally, what they're trying to charge him with, he's just like verifying even further. His yep. passports, that important identification document of yourself, was physically next to Macron's sex life file. <laughs> that like that doesn't scream no, of, no, man. hey, I'm gonna take a flight take and I'm down. gonna exploit this motherfucker, right? You know, yeah. And he's using U.S. intelligence to do so. Yeah, and this is a this is a a power. You know what I mean? You're talking right. about you're talking about Macron, the the French right, president, right, right? Right. I mean, you're you're talking about with an ally. You're fucking with you one know, of the biggest U.S. allies. Intelligence on one of the biggest U.S. allies and one of the European Union's biggest allies and NATO's biggest right, allies. Right. Anywho, you know, just the absurdity continues with him. My 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 favorite thing that's been going on, and you guys probably already talked about it, is Don Jr. We didn't actually, so no, we haven't. That boy. Is a cocaine cowboy baby? No fucking, question. Oh no my question. god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy, his fucking feelings, man. He's got to go to. He's got to talk to Kim Gilfoyle about this. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely the right person, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, she she's definitely not going to suck your soul yeah. out or fucking destroy your dreams and hopes. She's like, she's like the aftermath of whenever in Indiana Jones, whenever it. Like sucks all the life from you. She's the aftermath. For sure. 
living creature. Yeah. She's just got dentures in and fucking new eyeballs that they took from a three-year-old baby. Yeah, we we talked a little bit about her a few episodes back because a lot of folks, you know, don't realize that she was actually married to Gavin Newsom previously. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not been a relationship for some time, but that's why there was so much, you know, people didn't realize why is Gavin Newsom being talked to about by the Trump family and vice versa. Oh, that pretty fucking talks about him. You see the linking chain, though, about, you know, with that transaction specifically. <laughs> but, you know, another... I'm going after my ex-husband. Right. You know, if that doesn't come off super fucking petty, you know? Another bitch who used to be on the five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Other big news in, in I don't want to say necessarily the Trump camp, but certainly a supporter at one time and, and somebody that was a presidential, vice presidential hopeful themselves, Sarah Palin, lost I'm her so special election. <laughs> And uh, lost it to a Native American indigenous person of Alaska. Good. Good. So, Why are they sticking to the their own country? First, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the first ever in the state of Alaska, which seems which wild to me. Because like, yeah, a, lot, a large portion of their population are natives. Yeah. Like an extremely large portion of their population. It's crazy. Well, I mean... But, white imperialism for you right who's right. voting you know what i mean but that's yeah that's crazy but i also saw there was multi-millions of voter changes higher voter enlistments um specifically women they're moving from mexico so women yeah. are definitely coming out on the dobbs case roe v wade oh look overturned. at kansas oh, you know? kansas voters overwhelmingly tried to give the roe v wade right, thing right. a dirt nap immediately yeah you know what i mean yeah so, kansas but, turned out for that which fortunately i mean it's kansas dude like that's fucking wild at that least that it, you know came to ballots like they could actually vote on it you know we well, at least they left it up here. to their people right exactly our governor's a fucking schmuck and i know texas didn't either he's a fucking schmuck too go beto oh i just saw mr abbott on uh on the tvs and he was like Listen, about my legs. <laughs> yes, I did sell my soul and my legs to be able to have this opportunity with you. Also, my wife just sucks on one toe all day, all night, and I have sex with several boys. Yes, and the Boy Thank Scouts. You. Vote for me. Absolutely. I heard he was uh, the reason why you guys were having such an energy crisis because he keeps using all the power to charge that new electric Tesla wheelchair he bought. <laughs> yeah, old Elon hooked him up on that one. Yeah. For sure. I'm sure he did. No question. And fuck that guy, too, while we're at yeah, it. No. Yeah. Uh, forever. He had a chance to be a, like an impacting good human being. Right. They all have chances, Josh, but then they always pick the fucking... The dark and side, of course, man. he's the, a bootstraps guy. You know, he built, he did everything himself. He had no well, help. I your bootstraps, even though I had a million dollars and Donald Trump and I talked shit Blah. about him, but I did the same fucking thing. And my dad has sex with my sister. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you don't sure believe you're not talking about, about folks. Sure you're not talking about Ben Shapiro's family. I think you might be getting them mixed up there. Let's not get on the topic about Ben know, Shapiro's sister. I'll be missing this draft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Milkmaid. <laughs> <laughs> my God. That is an unhealthy, and a, that woman, I feel so <laughs> that's, a, that's literally the only thing you can say about the situation. I feel so bad for her because literally she has Ben Shapiro as a brother. And she constantly has to worry about she him trying to fuck her. On the planet. She probably has to have like in um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia where the, it's the metal brace <laughs> to hold her straight up. Yeah. Like, my God, man. Mm. We didn't have to have the fucking... 
Golden Grape, <laughs> the Golden Gate Bridge suspension system. Speaking speaking of braces, I have to make a correction on the last show that we were all together on. We kept calling, referring to a person called Crutches. His name was actually Stilts. So, stilts. Yeah, Stilts. Oh, yeah. stilts. <laughs> uh, did he let you know? Yeah. Did he come oh, out? Oh, no. I, I immediately remembered it once we listened. I listened back. I was like, oh, shit. That was not the right nickname not crutches for that guy. Stilts. So anybody who knows Stilts. I think we came to that decision because of the fact that, yes, he does have, uh, you know, Crutches. And we thought it would be funny to Stilts. But he also does resemble Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> which is a terrifying, a messed out Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, this man had no redeemable qualities. We literally watched his hand go through the ceiling tiles, grab Barrett's CDs, and pull back up. Yeah, Dude, what the fuck? And I went over to the fucking apartment and cop knocked and told him that he was going to open the door. I was going to break it down. He just opened the door, like just stuck the CD sleeves out the door to me, and I was like, he goes. I was just going to borrow him. I said, borrow him. Fuck you. I was like, fuck you. I was like, you're lucky I don't fucking push your teeth down. A few times have I ever get physical with people in my life and I'm not claiming to be any badass. Probably anybody could whip my ass, but you know, I just got in a blind rage and made some, made some decisions that I was going to attack somebody, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, don't I mean, CDs were one of the few, I mean, you know, Brandon, we were like 19, like what possessions did we have? Right. You know? Right. That was gold. Well, and the, the whole thing was is that me and Barrett have been friends this long because we've always loved harming the handicapped. <laughs> yes. In any way, shape, or form that we yes, can. And, and I, if you see the one stealing something as well, ah, it's a great day <laughs> in the fucking Stuart Lewis house. Yes. That's all I got to say. Before we get started with the draft, which is just about six minutes, five minutes now uh, from now, I, I did want to announce our winners for our drawing on the merch. So John Bowers Ooh. came in first place. He's going to be getting the uh, trucker hat combo. Hey, John. So, Congratulations, John. Yeah, John. There's a nice young lady out there called uh, Mar- Marion Beal, and she came in second place. So we're, we're actually waiting on a, a reply back. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say. Sent you a DM on Instagram, Marion. So you can check that out. Like a, uh, uh, like one of those. No dick pics. We're all married. I, I see you measuring with your no, hands. No, no. That's where no this dick is going. No, We're all married no, men. No, no. All I was saying is, I wish you would have been like, uh, thank you, Adriana, 467274. <laughs> Those obviously fake fucking right. accounts. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, like... Adriana, who the fuck is this bitch? Well, speaking of which, if if like we can't get a hold of these people, obviously we'll pick somebody else and let you yeah, guys know. We're gonna have to go on down the line. Marion Bell was in second place, and then third place is old Doug Wicker, former Doug, guest of the show. Yeah. Oh! So, uh, coming in third place. In no way did he do like advertisements for us or anything. No, and um, I'm telling you, stolen he in no way is under the table stolen? right now performing fellatio. Get back down there, so. I knew it, man. I yeah. knew it. I knew it. He's making that next new movie. Next to Nectar. Uh, a porn. He was going to do a romantic comedy. Him and Eli, Eli Roth are doing a romantic comedy set in a porn studio. Oh, my God. Right? I, I see it. I see it. So we got about three more minutes until the draft starts. And uh, we do have an open invite, I should mention. So Brandon may not be our only guest on the show. I want to mention that we are sharing our screen here and the uh, display today of our draft that we have going on. What you got there, Brian? Oh, baby. Hell yeah, son. Hell yeah. I know. I totally got myself a really sweet uh, little Benner t-shirt that they had at Walmart on sale for 13 bucks. I thought that was a steal. 
I'll never forget, Brandon. You pulled that jersey up. I'll never forget the night we won the Stanley Cup and his wife is on Twitter asking people where her husband is because he, he's been missing for hours. <laughs> <laughs> he was blackout yeah. drunk just hopping around St. Louis on Stanley Cup night. I got this I got this jersey for my dad, uh, and he signed it. The only thing I don't like is this front piece, but my other one got packed away. We're moving here in about uh, two weeks. Really? It's coming up that fast, huh? Yeah, man. Two weeks. We're That's out crazy, of here. Bro. Out of this oh, yeah, bitch. Dude. Draft starts in 49 seconds. 49 seconds. And you know what's funny? I'm sitting here looking at the draft order. I've been playing fantasy football with my friend Mark that's in this league with us you know, at Walmart for like forever. And this dude literally gets first pick in every single league I've ever been in with him. He every, doesn't today. Every Your league. mom's tight end is our number one. Yeah, that's him. No, Mark Ooh! is probably the lead option. Oh, wait. Is no. that not Zach? Oh, maybe, maybe. Maybe he, he stole it or something. Memphis Mad Dogs is Jake Jackson. He's got the second pick. Trump train. God. That's your boy. <laughs> Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Fuck Trump. <laughs> your Trump, your Trump train is ended, man. It's going straight into fucking jail. That thing derailed yeah. a long time ago, brother. Oh yeah. All right, nope. on the clock, Jonathan right, Taylor. Or, oh yeah, damn, went off immediately. immediately. Somebody knew what they were doing. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That was uh, Jefferson. Trump trains up. Justin Jefferson, bold pick, Jake. Yeah, Justin Jefferson with the second overall pick. Wow. Yeah, He's a decent uh, wide receiver. Where am I at in the line, guys? Uh, it says it right there at the top on your deal. Right now, Trump trains voting. He's on the clock. He just voted Christian McCaffrey. Jalen Hurts just got voted. God You're up now. <laughs> you know I'm sticking on that Jalen You got Hurts, Cooper boy. Cup. That's a good pick, dude. That's yeah. a solid pick. Here comes Mark. Boy, everybody's moving fast. He got Derrick Henry. That's an excellent pick. Ridge is on the clock. Is now on the clock. Oh, Ridge picked. Uh, Eckler? I don't know if he's on auto draft or not. I boys, I'm going to go with Josh Allen. Yeah. That's my pick, boys. Man, there's still some... Uh... Oh, are you on the clock? It's Bearcats. Yeah, it's Barrett. Yeah, dude, I don't know why it's not picking him. He's oh, no, no, you're up again, list. I guess? Oh, I guess I am. Oh, I forgot this is fucking snake, snake order. Draft. Yeah, so it backs back up. <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, I did not mean to pick Jack Prescott. I panicked. <laughs> I just picked another quarterback. <laughs> oh, I already fucked it up. Yeah, I want to chase. Fuck you, brown sugar. <laughs> oh, man. That's shitty. All right. Well, I got a backup at least. Okay, so where am I You're doing? You're on now. You make your pick, boy. What do you yeah, got already? Yeah, I'm trying to find out. No, but I'm. what I'm asking is... Oh, here. Now I see it. Never mind. Looking for a running back, huh? No, I already got one. I just forget his fucking name. I got too much shit running. Things ain't been kind to me. I know. This is like the first year that I haven't voted for Aaron Rodgers. Number think, one overall pick. I think you might be surprised this year, though, with that. With the season that he has this year. I don't know. If he keeps doing ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, that's what he attributes to winning his MVPs together. Hey, he's unlocking his mind, bro. Joe Mixon? That's not a bad pick, dude. I like Joe Mixon. Josh, you're oh, on the clock, baby. Oh, man. Yep. Damn. I mean, I don't think Cincinnati's going to be as good as they were last year. But I'm going to take Kamara. I'm hoping they are. Yeah, they've had a long, hard road. Yeah, I was rooting for him, man. Fuck the Rams, too, by the way. You know, Stan Kroenke, I think we've probably elaborated oh, yeah. on him a few times on here, so fuck that guy. Took the Rams out of St. Louis, you know just the- over a couple hundred million difference in a proposal. Right. I like Kroenke as much as I like Trump. Yeah, uh, cut from the same cloth. 
Two entitled white stupid fucks. I was so salty about a fucking avalanche winning this the cup too, man. That was such shit. Uh, Stefan you know, Diggs, good you pick. You know the one thing I I always go against my buddy every year since I've uh well, like for the past five years. Ooh, Devante. Who's a huge avalanche fan because every single time that we've gone to a game together, he's gotten destroyed. Somebody got dealt one. But they they deserve it. They deserve it. They go every fucking year just like us. Yeah, they clearly got talent, and obviously, you know, we're a little sour against them because of how things transpired. But you know, hockey. I think in this area, it's pretty safe to say it's Blues or nothing. You know, if you're into hockey, you like the Blues, and yeah, and if you're not, you don't really like any other team. I mean, I would. Right. Yeah. I don't even give a fuck about any other hockey team, quite frankly, myself. Oh. Fuck no, especially not the black. But it's odd because right, I don't like know if it's just because I, I don't like hockey maybe as much as some of the other sports. But I will say hockey is the best. It's the only sport I really watch. I, it's the best live event I've ever been to. Yeah, hockey is more difficult to watch on TV. I think it is um, really nice live though. I just love. I dude, whenever I was in paralegal school two years ago, we all were just fucking watching the playoffs, having a blast. I love hockey. I don't get to watch baseball as much because I'm down here. But let me mention, even more so hated now for me than Chicago because Chicago's garbage. I fucking hate the Stars. I fucking hate the Stars. Yeah, they do suck. And I'm closest to them. I forgot about them too. We we had a bad, bad blood with them for a while, especially late 90s, early 2000s. There was a lot of blues and and Stars head-to-heads. I think... Can you look up people? Yes, you can. Yes. It, it, there's a search yeah. bar. I don't really fuck with it on my phone. I usually do it from the desktop, but... Somebody already pick up Eckler? Uh, somebody already took Kelsey from me. That's who I was going to take, and then somebody fuck gobbled that up. Yeah, Kelsey always goes pretty high in the draft, but that's a strategy I've never understood. To I, I understand he's the best tight end, but for him to go in the first two rounds to me just seems crazy. Only because you have to look at the overall end-of-year stats as far as points are accumulated and tight ends don't typically break hardly even 200 in most cases. Right. Well, Kelsey's uh, kind of though. Kelsey, he's more again, of a receiver. <laughs> he is, but he doesn't, you put him up against receivers. He doesn't have as many receiving yards, receptions. Right. Even. I mean, he don't get me wrong. He's, he's good. He's a good like fantasy. He's like a slot two receiver stats wise, but yeah, it's just, I think like, running backs, quarterbacks is always the route to go. Right. All right. So I am up. And I am hoping for Saquon Barkley to have a bounce back here. So I'm voting for him. Where'd the Bearcats come from, buddy? Uh, I've just always liked it as a team name. And if I always, you know, anytime I made team, like uh, teams on, let's say Madden or whatever the case is, it's been one of the names that I've used for a team. So it's kind of a personal touch. Mine used to be El Chupacabres. Yeah, El Chupacabres. (laughs) That's what I used to rock back in the day. I like that. They're sent. They sound nice. <laughs> All right. They sound they sound fun. I think I am gonna take a shot on AJ Brown in Philadelphia's first year. There you go. For my wide receivers, so feeling pretty decent about that pick. Okay, yeah, no, I just need I'm trying to open up the draft board in another window to see Who's picked what so I can give an update. I know, that's what I'm trying keeps, to keep uh, up with. Hey, so I know all the other ones. Like I said, I used to Pay close attention to football, play in fantasy leagues. What's the W or W slash R? Wide receiver or returner. Or uh, uh, it's like a flex. Yeah. Yeah. You can put in another wide receiver there, but you can also put in like a. It's like a flex slot. Yeah. A running back. Yep. Okay. 
that's a kind of a bench player to get you some extra points. So like whenever I first started playing fantasy, that wasn't even an option, but over the years they've taken feedback and stuff because there is so many, you know, game breaker type players that, you know, can fill that role. And uh, so that was a part of the, I think it makes it a little bit more competitive. It's cool. So let me give an update. Uh, your mom's tight end was our number one pick uh, with Jonathan Taylor at Indianapolis. Great running back. I had him uh, the last, his rookie season. So it was his breakout season um, and he produced a lot of points for me. So that's a good solid pick. Justin Jefferson, mad, or excuse me, Memphis mad dogs. I believe that's baby Jake Jackson, our uh, pro wrestling cat that is on here very routinely. So Justin Jefferson's one of the best wide receivers in the league and, and definitely top five worthy, specifically wide receiver. Uh, somebody went – Trump train went Christian McCaffrey. There's a lot of speculation around Christian McCaffrey not going to be a producer this year uh, because Trump train picked him up. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Jalen Hurts was picked by uh, Josh. And so, Josh, you got six seconds. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got six seconds, Brandon. No, that was me. Yeah, no. All right, Keenan Allen, that's a solid pick. Yeah, I did. That's, like, that's good I did for a fourth round. Want to, but I. What what happened though is I, headed on running backs and was looking somebody up, and I wanted a wide receiver, hmm. and I'm I have two screens going on. Right yeah, now. it's a little overwhelming when there's a time crunch. It'd be different if you just kind of at your own leisure. But so going on down the draft order here, Cooper Cup was chosen by Brandon, and I think that might be the best wide receiver pickup. And we got Derrick Henry. Uh, was picked up by Riley Reed Option, which is Mark. Great name, by the way, Mark. Mark, you get yeah, a gold yeah. star for best team name this year. Riley Reed Option. If you know, you know. You're a real one. Oh, I know all about Miss <laughs> Riley Reed. And trust uh, me. Yeah, that's somebody's daughter. Um, <laughs> Derek Henry. Uh, again, Riley Reed Option. That's a good solid pick. I think he's going to have a bounce back year. He had the injury last year. I think he missed no less than four games, maybe as many as six, which is crazy that he came back that quickly from the knee injury. Eckler. Uh, which is the running back for uh, LA. That's a good pick for Ridge. That's a good solid pick. He'll be, a, I, I think that's good for at least 250 points plus for the season. Josh Allen chosen by me, which was an intentional first pick for me. <laughs> and then I forgot that I, we were in snake order and I accidentally clicked on Dak Prescott. This is my backup, which it could be worse. And if anybody wants to make a trade deal, he's on the trading block, but otherwise I'll just keep him as a solid backup. And then we're into the second round, Jamar Chase, uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, some of the usual suspects. Darwin Cook, we get in the run. Stephon Diggs, another good wide receiver. Devontae Adams, I'm surprised he went as low as he did. Uh, 16th overall pick. I would have, I would have almost pegged him for at least a top 10 pick. Certainly top 12. Debo Samuel uh, just got the big extension. Kelsey went before him actually, which now I can see why Kelsey came off as early. Your mom's tight end, which we believe might be Zach if you're out there. Uh, uh, your mom's sorry. tight end is Mark. Riley Reed option is Zach. We got oh. it mixed up. Okay, the Riley Reed option picture looked like uh, it is Zach. Mark. It's a picture of Mark on somebody else's body. Oh, I got you. Zach's just being funny. <laughs> I see. Okay, we have confirmation. So, Zach, you win on the names. Let's make a clarification. So, Mark, I see why you picked up Kelsey because of what your previous picks were. Now that we've been kind of going through this, uh, Debo Samuel, uh, crazy running back, wide receiver, returner. He wants to do it all. Just got the big contract extension that he was holding out for. I am jealous, Trump train of Najee Harris. And uh, if you're not happy with whatever quarterback you shake out with, uh, I'll be happy to put Dak Prescott on the training block for him because Najee is my boy. Uh, <laughs> my first team's the Green Bay Packers, but not far behind that is the Steelers. So 
really into Najee. Uh, we got Mike Evans coming off the board. I'm wondering what he's kind of season he's going to have. That's Josh's pick. They've got now they've got perhaps the greatest wide receiver of the last 10 years down there in Tampa also, Julio right. Jones. Yeah, but to say that, is the coverage going to be there where Evans can get open? You know what I'm saying? Well, I think covered. Evans is the one option, so he's going to be double covered probably. Right, yeah, so that's going to make it harder. So, Yeah. We'll see what happens. i got to double cover my butthole after that Trump yeah. train. Oh, it's uh, my pick. Josh is on the pick, but Trump train just took T. Higgins. Damn it. That's a good, that's a good player. Wide receiver out of Cincinnati, number two receiver. There. Fuck, I'll take him. I'll take Cooks. Okay. Yeah, Cooks is their one wide receiver. I think, is Mark live with us? Um, He's chatting he's in the NFL there? app. Okay, so he's live with us. Cool. Yeah. Very good. Um, Trump train says best pick ever. No one could have made a better pick. It was a huge pick. <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid response. Hey, 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 Trump train. Are you going to fuck your daughter after this? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Please say fake news. You're messing with new boys now. And just, just please say fake news back to that. Cause you just guys keep the character going. <laughs> fake news. It's all fake. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> all right. Devonta Smith, that's a that's a, all right, but he's a uh, he's second fiddle to me, Mark. Or I guess no, excuse me, that's Zach. That's Zach. He's second second to fiddle you. Second fiddle to my wide receiver, I picked up AJ. Second fiddle to fiddle you. I wish he would fiddle me. I wish somebody <laughs> fucking fiddle me. God damn, man. God damn. I'm six picks away. Right. Damn. I'm not even gonna look at it. I feel bad that I picked uh Raider, but. I know there's nothing wrong with the Raiders, dude. dude there is some like some really awesome quarterbacks still out there. There's some trashy. <laughs> hey, after after being with uh, there's tons of trashy Raider fans being in Denver yeah. for so long. There's so oh many I know trashy. There fans. All right, I'm up. Uh, Kyle Pitts just got picked up. That's a good tight end pick. Very athletic. Uh, I've got me a wide receiver. Let's see who we got. Wide receiver field. <laughs> to get everybody caught up we are now on uh Kyler murray murray just got picked up that's a good pick uh trump trains on the clock see what trump goes with trump hole me okay alan robinson okay it's probably gonna have a good year he's with the rams this year now josh is on the board and then brandon's next and then we got zach ridge and then me with two picks again this this draft's moving quick guys yeah it's actually going a lot faster this is the than... fastest draft i've ever been in so like i think everybody's did really, the on here. Yeah. <laughs> really on Really on I don't think anybody's on auto draft. It's the first time that I've Well, you can set it to auto draft, so let me back that up. Maybe somebody is and that's why they're coming off as quickly as they are. Um I think um Ridge actually is on auto draft and he was trying to figure out how to get out of it. He said I'm trying to turn off the auto draft but it keeps doing it anyways. It's because I jumped in late. I'm not a hundred percent sure on NFL to be honest with you. Well he's he's getting good picks. There's a little auto draft button up at the top next to your fantasy toolbar that you can click and unclick that's go on whatever ranking that you have. I got you. So you don't really need that. You can, you should be able to unclick it up there. Ridge is my point. It's the short of the point. So uh, I've read some people reserved on Sanders uh, and he's questionable. Um, I'm looking to pick up another back myself. And I think that I will go with, Dun, dun, dun. I'll go with Josh Jacobs because he's the main back there in Vegas, and uh, I've had him previously, and he did well for me. So, hell yeah! I always try to stay as silly as it might be, kind of loyal with some of my people. 
Did I pick up? I think Brandon dropped off the call. Two oh, calls did he? Back in, no problem. Yeah, he's back. Here you go. See so, if that fixed it. Brandon's going to be back in on the live feed here momentarily. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I, I backed out because I was like, fuck that shit. I'm tired of it. I had to pick the defense. I don't know how much. Some leagues, it's really defense. It's, is really it is good very some. important in ours, actually. So that that's a strong, that's a strong move right there. I'm surprised I got Kittle. I'm surprised he wasn't really off the board because he's, by all counts, usually number two tight end. And, uh, you know, again, over the last 10 years. So tr- let's talk about San Francisco 49ers. I think Trey Lance's first full season as a starter they're going into, so there won't be any Jimmy Garoppolo. I've, people, they still haven't done anything with Jimmy Garoppolo, so we're not sure where it's going with him. He might get traded. Oh, you're on the clock. Oh, sorry. No, you're uh, good. Yeah, I forgot I got that double pick that always throws me off. I'm not accustomed to that. Uh, but yeah, I got my defense. I picked up the Packers just to be clear what just went down and, uh, by all accounts will be a good defense, a lot of returning people, but, but yeah, George Kittle, uh, back to that in Trey Lance in San Francisco, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is still on their team though. And he's riding the pine, rode the pine most of last year, I think, but some of that was injury. And then some of it was voluntarily benching him, that sort of thing. Uh, Amari Cooper, as far as on my team and my picks, I'm going to elaborate if you're looking at our screen now. I picked up Amari Cooper also earlier. We didn't talk much about him. He's in Cleveland this year. He got traded from yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. I'm excited for that. They're trying to get value out of him. But uh, they got Deshaun Watson as their quarterback in Cleveland. And we've already talked about Deshaun Watson as civil cases that he has going on. And I think all but one now is settled since we last talked about it. I could be wrong. Let me do a quick search. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson is, of course, famous for his, you know, going to massage parlors and <laughs> putting his dick in people's hands and jerking off and uh, allegedly, again, let me be clear. Yeah, these are all the allegations. <laughs> and uh, it's in the 20s uh, as far as total pe- persons. I think it's uh, like 26 maybe. I know it's at least 24. He he's He was declined of all criminal charges. And so now they a lot of the victims move forward with civil cases. There's speculation there's as many as 60-something, I heard, in one Damn. account as well. Yeah. Essentially what happened was to get that information, let me be clear as well. News sites basically started doing like geo-mapping on Instagram of massage businesses close to where his residence was, yeah. Deshaun's. And they just blind called, start calling people and asked if Deshaun Watson uh, had propositioned them. <laughs> Yeah, so they got an account of 68 different people that Jesus said yes. Christ. So that's where that number came from. So wow. that's even more wild that that's what they did to get to that number. Yeah, okay, so yeah, 23 of his 24 are settled. So every single one except for one. And the one person that's holding out is, last I heard, is it's very likely that that one's going to actually go to court. So yeah, he settled three of the last remaining four as of August 1st. So that's exactly a month ago. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson, sexual delinquent, I think, fair to say, at the very least. <laughs> it's a fair, uh, yeah. fair uh, analysis. Some, that, some might say that about me, too. Aren't we? Aren't we? Aren't we all? Aren't we all, all? Aren't we all victims of, of abuse? Hey, so just <laughs> just so everybody's aware, on the fantasy footballers, they have a lot of fucking people from Buffalo either at number one or in the top five. Right. Like, yeah. God damn, man. Well, how well they it. did the last few seasons and uh, yeah. Josh Josh Allen just keeps getting better and better 
And a lot of people speculating an MVP career for him year. So Josh is on the clock now. Then it's Brandon. Zach is up next. Brown Sugar, our man Ridge. And then I get to the snake pick. So I get the last pick of this round and the first pick of 10. Was that Julio Jones who just came off the board, I believe? Sanders. Pick. Oh, is it, well, are you sure? Um, yeah, that's who I just, just took. I was talking about... Oh, no, yeah, Julio yeah. Jones picked yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Read out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm curious to see where that goes. He's good, but I don't know if, uh, I forget where Mike Godwin's at. If he's still a free agent or they re signed him. Well, we're starting to get onto the uh, shitty players realm. Right. Yeah. We were talking about Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. He's one of the big guys that's coming in with speculation. The other this year that people, a lot of, a lot of people are concerned about, Alvin Kamara. He apparently he beat down some people in a club, and uh, it's the situation's been compared similar to that of Ray Rice incident that happened a few years ago. Right. Uh, I've not seen the footage. I don't think it's public, and so there's a lot of speculation with you know what actually happened. And apparently, people in the league have seen it. They have not announced what the suspension is going to be yet, but there's a lot of talk about six games. You know you're up, buddy. I know. You're- Okay. I'm, trying to, I'm just trying making to talk. sure. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, you got a minute left. I'm just making sure. A lot of oh, Hunter Hunter Renfro. I might give that a shot. Uh, that is Las Vegas. One of the picks is Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, Trump-tay. he's gotten away Guaranteed. from prison this long. You better get him. Trump-tay. Might as well. Oh, uh, Hillary Clinton's emails. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. Projected 300 overall. What's another felony? Oh. I, I love how everybody says that, and none of us like any one of these fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I I hate fucking Hillary Clinton. I hope she dies a horrible death. Yeah, I, I truly a... do. So any Trump train, if you're ever arguing with somebody about Hillary deserves to be in prison, we just it. know Better. that I don't. Just know that I don't fucking give a rat's ass. <laughs> Amen. All right, I'm gonna go, go with Harris. Us. I I never usually pick Patriots at all. But uh, I'm going with Harris running back. I mean, it's hard not to. I mean, they successful. I mean, how are they not the most successful sports franchise in the last 20 years? They are. It's not even a close second. Yeah, and nobody can say anymore, oh, let's look at Tom Brady. Like, shut up, man. Nobody fucking cares. He's going to find his fucking quarterback. Yeah, and they have by all accounts. Um, Belichick, they, they made it to the AFC Championship last year. I, so Jones. I don't I don't know the past two years. So yeah, Mac Jones. They drafted him in the last two years. Last year was his uh, sophomore season, I believe. Is that right, Josh? Or was it? What was it? Sorry, Mac was Jones. It? Patriots. Yeah. He did very well by all accounts, and he's definitely their quarterback of the future. It might have been his rookie season last year. Now that I think about it. Sorry, I was sitting here. Yeah, it was his rookie season last year. So this is Mac Mac Jones' stats. This is a rookie. Uh, Sixty-seven point. Six completion percentage. That's pretty stout, man. Yeah, for your rookie season. For a rookie season, yeah, like that's that's it- very efficient. Uh, and then he's thirty eight hundred yards. Wow, thirty eight oh one. He had twenty two TDs, thirteen interceptions. Those interceptions could go down a little bit, but that is a strong rookie passer campaign. rating of a ninety two. Ninety two point five. Yeah, that's not bad. So that's that's pretty good. And he looks kind of like a big old boy on TV, but he's only six three, which and that's an inch or t- inch and a half taller than I am, but. You know, whenever you look at the NFL, you don't realize how big those players are comparatively because they're also, you know, large right. themselves. But 6'3", I hey, bear, thought he's taller than that. 
What's up? What's the what's the cue under people's names for? Questionable. Questionable. That just means so it's going to have yeah the because latest... of because of like their injuries and yeah, exactly right. Right. So yeah, that's okay. going to show up if they've been sure. on any injury report for anything. So yeah, I used to use CBS or CBS or yeah, CBS does. Yeah, one. I used to use them, but nod nard yeah, the unpleasant. That's Brandon. He's on the clock. Stupid for saying this. We're in the late rounds now, guys. Yep. We're in eleven, about to hit twelve. So it's, I feel stupid for doing that, but uh, I'm picking my backup, and it's got to be Russell Wilson. Oh no, dude, that's probably a good pick. I think he's going to have a good year this year. Not that he had a bad one last year, but new environment, got the extension. The Broncos had a lot of good players, and really it was just inconsistency of health and play at the quarterback position that really stammered him. They had some injuries last season too. but uh, Well, I I wouldn't normally pick two quarterbacks so early, but... No, that's not a bad move. We're we're far enough down in the draft. Don't talk that down. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah. Yeah, I I talk about drafting them early. That was my second overall pick. <laughs> that was so, the so well, yeah, ninth overall uh, pick in the draft. Yeah, usually, usually I grab two running backs off the bat or a running back and a wide receiver. It's right not off a bad move. Yeah, it's not a bad move either. So I'm gonna go with some wide receiver depth. I think I know where I'm going after that. <laughs> you already know right where you're going, don't you? Yeah. So Tyler Lockett, that one I'm afraid of. So Drew Locke is the quarterback now in Seattle, right. and uh, he doesn't have Russell Wilson thrown. Drew Locke, who was on the Broncos last year, he got traded. In That's the a Missouri boy. Yeah, he is a Missouri boy. I do root for him. But uh, he's not been – he's shown flashes of a gunslinger, Brett Favre-type character, but that's bit him in the ass too a few times. Devin Mooney, a lot of speculation that he'll have a breakout season. Not to say that he didn't already have a strong one, but uh, that I'm not sure about. I think I might go. Houston lost all their firepower, didn't they? And Thielen's still in. Uh, Houston, they traded away their quarterback. I'm going Thielen. But really? Houston traded away their quarterback. Uh, that was Deshaun Watson. He's in Cleveland now. They drafted high a quarterback. I believe he actually may be tracking to start there. This season, I'm gonna go back because I'm still on the clock. Man, I just don't want to pick anything, Dallas. <laughs> I, I know, dude. I got Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> hey, so so real quick, this is this is a stupid fucking complaint, but I'm just gonna have white people problems real quick. Yeah, I have never had so many deliveries to the house, whether it be Amazon, food, <laughs> anything. Complete opposite of what we ordered. Oh, dude, it's oh, been terrible it's right lately. Yep. I I have not, like, like that we had Pizza Hut delivered today because having, like, you know, nostalgia, Pizza Hut, Blockbuster shit. Yeah. And they brought us two of the most different things that they could have brought us. Like, complete opposite of what we ordered. I'm like, it's that's happened the last six deliveries Damn. that we've had from anywhere. It's not just that business. This place is fucking cursed. Last time I got the wrong thing from uh, Amazon, I called them up and they're like, just keep it and we'll send you what you're supposed to get. I'm like, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't nothing expensive, but. I hate ordering from fucking Amazon, man. I fucking hate it. But it's almost sometimes necessary I have legal. to. Yeah. The Prime, man. To. The Prime is just so good. The two-day shipping. That's what I'm yeah. looking for. My, my favorite thing was we were buying, or we paid for Prime and we were in Italy. <laughs> and it would show up like two months later. Oh shit! 
<laughs> I'm like, yep, we got it, babe. It came in. You got to order it. <laughs> you got to order your Christmas presents in July so that they'll Fuck. get there. Jesus Christ. But hey, man, I'll take that. Everything. I'll take, yeah. Well, not only that. They have a staunch customs process. I'm doing it, boys. Buddy. I took the go. It's not. Oh, boy. It's all coming. Somebody had to. <laughs> Somebody had to. I think he's going to have a strong year. I mean. I mean, well, I don't know. Did you see those new rumors with Giselle? Their marriage is in turmoil. In shambles. People it's magazine. in shambles. It's in shambles. I saw this thing. I it's saw this thing dick. where she was pointing. Got her. She was pointing in his face. And I was like, oh, my God. That's a woman on fire. And yeah. we can't have those women. You know, I, I got some family drama myself. Doctor called, said sugar's high. I said she ain't been high. She'd been off the meth for two years. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's a meth dad joke. (laughs) Uh, I stole that. That's a meth dad joke. Yeah. (laughs) I I seriously laughed about that for, dude, to myself for like a week. I don't think I've laughed at something that hard because it's just so this area. That joke. Oh, it's perfect for for this area. Yeah. And if you knew some of my family members, it'd be believable. Fuck any of our family members. All of our family members came from either Iowa or surrounding states. Or under a rock. Missouri. Yeah, exactly. Or in Trump's basement. No, that's uh, that's Pizza Gate. Pizza Deck Tower. Yeah. Hindsight. Hey, man, look for those kids other other places. <laughs> also, what's going on with Matt Gates right now? Didn't he fuck oh a 17-year-old? Uh, which time? And he's still? Yeah, no shit. Which time? I know. And, and he's still in this fucking, like, yeah. what is happening? I don't know. Trump train. Defend defend yourself right now. <laughs> defend Matt Gates. Why? Yeah, why? defend Matt Gates. Just why? Also defend that blonde-haired fucking cunt you called Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. That's a, the, whenever she just Bobart, performed a ritual. She just performed a ritual on somebody at CPAC. Like, what the see fuck that, are dude. you guys doing? They paid doing, an actor to get creepy. in a cage to look like a prison cell. And yeah. she was like in there doing holy creepy. prayer on top of him. Creepy, bro. Your fucking party is creepy as shit. It's culty. Yeah. You, you know what's Skull funny, bud? Ask, right? Back whenever me, Barrett, uh, Josh, Ridge, we're all hanging out, enjoying the good old Finer Farmington life. life. Whenever the tea, tea party came out first. Oh, God, yeah. We went to one of their rallies and heard about a 30 minutes away in Potosi, Missouri. There was a goddamn KKK rally. Yeah. So yeah. make your decisions, Shamefully. buddy. Yeah. I mean, I started that off a little comedically and lighthearted, but that went dark quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm all about it, man. Hey, yeah. you guys invited me to this bullshit. That's true. <laughs> I didn't Fair ask point. to be a part of it. I actually literally stated, I don't know. I don't know football anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you about to learn again. You going to learn today. So don't you ever fucking tell me. Nothing. Fair point. Don't tell me nothing. Uh-uh. You can't tell me nothing. I better be careful. I'll get flagged on here because I sound exactly like Kanye. Oh, yeah. Identical. Yeah. <laughs> what gave it away? The mental health issues? Yeah. <laughs> 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 You liked that one a little too much, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. Because I think it's ho- so fucking hilarious. The Pete Davidson thing. And then yeah, Pete oh Davidson's like, and then Pete Davidson's like, I need a mental health retreat to get away. <laughs> it's, like, it's a fake newspaper that says you're dead. Yeah. And it's not even your name. Oh, yeah. my God. Ridiculous. Uh, like, 
in my head, these are all rich people, and I'm going to talk shit about them all day, every fucking day. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Fellas, I believe this is the last round. I could be wrong. It is. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, I only have one bench left. Yeah, it's uh, you probably need to draft a kicker, which... I already did. Oh, okay. I didn't, so I'm probably about to get fucked on that. That's my no, answer. I got all my positions. I just need a bench. Kickers, I will say this. If anybody's freaking out about whatever kicker they did or didn't pick up, there is always free agent kickers. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you're going to have to get another one eventually anyways because your kicker's going to be on a bye week, so don't get too hung up on that. A fantasy football, if nobody's ever played it, they're listening to the show, giving this a chance. It's basically just an analytical game for a bunch of nerds <laughs> at yeah. the end of the day. and. And Zach specifically, if you don't watch sports, man. I, I don't believe this is the same Zach that you think it is, Brandon, by the way. This is oh, no shit. Josh's I friend it... Zach from work. What the fuck, Josh? Why are most of your friends on this shit? I don't know. It's they all play half, fantasy bro. football. It's God damn it, half. you got Trump trained fucking Walmart worker. <laughs> uh, they're all Walmart workers. They all work at Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> I've been there. I fuck was the there too much. Fuck hey, the Walmart bro. tribe. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically the ATI tribe versus the Walmart tribe. Yeah. No, I just picture I just picture agent. I just picture all you motherfuckers like banding together whenever the apocalypse happens and and I have to fucking find a way to get past your Walmart and you guys are out there Josh is sucking somebody's dick while they're throwing a spear and just like chanting Tatum from what the fuck this is the end. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a fantastic yeah. role. Fantastic. I've this never cared about end. anything he's ever done, but that that was golden. All right. Oh, shit. So I'm going to go over the lineups and stuff uh, whenever the draft closes, which is closing here momentarily. Things are moving quickly. want to run over the at least everybody's starting lineups to give everybody a little extra something to listen to that participated Yeah. in particular. We'll talk about some of the teams, and then we'll uh, call it like we see it beyond that, as we usually do, as you've known to come and love the charm of the show. But uh, back to Trump train. In the meantime, oh, yeah, back to Trump train. Listen, guy, I heard his daddy used to tickle somebody's taint with that mustache, and then that mustache was delivered to Donald Trump's head in the form of a wig. I want to fairly make this point before he perhaps jumps off the feed in the draft with us today. I know that he intentionally chose that icon and name to get at Josh. So there's an element of ribbing going on here. Yeah. To some degree. I don't, he probably did vote for Trump, but I don't know that he's necessarily a diehard Trump or a, a Trump surrogate to speak for the Trump party. But oh, nonetheless, no, I'm, I'm just, nonetheless, purely just talking. Oh, it's we're going to treat fun. you like you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> treat you like you are. A cunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we're finishing up. All right, might as well just fucking get another kicker, just in case the boy's out. Uh, I'm anxious to see my graph grade because I don't think it's very good. They always try to do, add a little new wrinkle every year, too, so that's why it's always... It is way different than it used to be. Well, I adapted I'm just draft ex- is that, so. I'm just excited because... Both my quarterback and my running back... That was it. So the draft closes at 15 minutes. It gives us 15 minutes to actually review what's been done uh, here. But it looks like we... Yeah, I'll shut the fuck up. It's no big deal. No, it's okay. I didn't mean to 
be rude and cut you off. No, I'm I'm joking, dude. Uh, no, I'm just pumped but go that fuck Green Bay's bye is so later, <laughs> so much later on in the fucking season. Yeah, that that is good. So I was actually I had your team pulled up first to talk about Brandon and uh, you. Well, you, we'll just go through at least everybody's starting lineups. Brandon has Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. He's got Joe Mixon at running back. Aaron Jones at running back of the Green Bay Packers. Also, Cooper Cup at wide receiver. Keenan Allen at wide receiver. He's got Waller, Darren Waller, the tight end from Las Vegas, now Las Vegas Raiders. He has Bateman, who is, uh, by all accounts, supposed to have a good season this year as well in Baltimore. He's got Harrison Bucker at kicker. Then he has the Bills defense, which is one of the best defenses in the league. So, another good pick. Was Butker, wasn't he the guy that fucking missed the kick at a crucial moment in time? I mean, he has, but uh, outside of that, he's been—he's definitely one of the most. Him and Justin Tucker are probably the two best kickers. They've in the been league. in the league for like a long time. Uh, Butker's been in for a little while, but not nearly as long as Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker's been in for like twenty years now, almost at least fifteen. I know. I and that say. Green Bay kicker that used to be the fucking bee's knees. Remember Greg Zerline? Yeah, Zerline. He yeah. is uh, with Dallas now. <laughs> I believe he's either with Dallas or uh, New England. I can't remember which. I think Nick Folks in New England. So I think he's. Oh, fun fact for anybody that's watching House of Dragons: uh, the crazy guy that the soccer hooligan from the movie The Replacements is actually the high tower guy that plays the right of the right hand or the hand of the king in House of the Dragon. Yeah, race. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yep. uh, yeah, he, he also, dropped off the map for a while. Amazing Spider-Man, the first. Yep, Lizard. Yeah. Yeah, he was Lizard. Uh, so the, that was the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man of the only two that they did. And he played the Lizard in that. He was in uh, Natural Selection, I believe. I know he was in a Ch- uh, Charlie Kaufman movie. I want to say it was Natural Selection. That's excellent. Spike Jones, Charlie Kaufman. All I got to say, man, is look at that fucking bad guy. The crab people. Oh, what I know the, the crab feeder. Yeah, yeah. I think that I have to make something that looks like that. The crab feeders are clearly this this incarnation's version of the White Walkers. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like the like I guess you would They're say the, the mythical protagonist, or yeah. you know what I mean, antagonist or oh, okay. antagonist, I, not protagonist, I, <laughs> antagonist. See, I just I took him as like the wildling type of group of people. Well, you might not be wrong he, about that too. As from what I like, so I've been listening to a few podcasts, and from what I've heard, is he's. Uh, um, essentially like racist against Westeros people. Like anybody that's from Westeros. Well, who isn't? Well, you mean like I'm saying <laughs> most of the people, not Westeros, but um, the Seven Kingdoms. Westeros is all of it, right, I guess. Right. But, um, yeah. you know, he's like specifically targeting people that are shipping from yeah, the Seven Kingdoms yeah. and stuff. So Hey, he's got my vote. Look how creepy he is. Yeah, he was like crucifying like people and he, feeding them to Oh crabs. my God, crucifying people and crabs just eating their fucking toes and shit? Yeah, it was Go good. Go fuck yourself. If I was on a goddamn beach and there was that many crabs, I'm losing my fucking mind. <laughs> Speaking of which. First of all, I'm getting out the biggest mallet and fucking bucket of butter that I've ever fucking. Right. Yeah. Speaking of which, looking creepy, you guys saw the new Hellraiser picks today? Oh, dude. Oh, yes. yeah. Pinhead. God. Yes. Uh, yeah. The pinhead chick. Yeah, yeah. She looks crazy. I think she identifies as transgender or something of that oak or non-binary one of the two all right so trump train you won't like that movie definitely not. <laughs> but uh what you might like about it is sadomasochism because yeah. trump's mm-hmm. definitely into that russian p-tapes you know so on and so forth so yeah yeah but so piss there's on a your lot face. of that going on have you guys seen the new cenobite yeah that's what i was talking about is the chick well no i said cenobite they also released oh, the who, cenobite who's the new one oh i thought it's the skin one yeah let Ooh-y. me uh 
Let me pull that up here. Yeah, please pull it up on the fucking screen, bro. I thought this was going to be much longer, so... Yeah, yeah, let me do that here in a moment. Remind me. I'm going to finish up this draft order stuff before this closes out because it's time sensitive. We can talk about the Hellraiser coming up at nauseum. So Josh, Josh, I was going to you next. The W's. He got Jalen Hurts, a quarterback, solid pick. I had him last year. Alvin Kamara. Risky. Another. That's the risky one we were talking about earlier, and he might have some Ray Rice type shit going on, so he might be facing some sort of suspension, but he is one of the most, if not the most, talented leagues in the, uh, or excuse me, running backs in the league. Right. Ezekiel Elliott, I think he's actually going to have a strong year. This is the last year of his contract, I believe, so he's got to perform well if he wants to get a big contract. He wants to make money. Right. So... I know there was talk of him perhaps setting out, but I know he's been at organized team activities. I just don't know if he's participating. Mike Evans, we talked about him already a little bit, uh, yeah. you know, with Julio coming in and depending on if they've still got good win there. Brandon Cooks, that's a good solid pick. He's definitely a number one wide receiver in Houston. And Dallas Godart, he is a great tight end. Yeah, he's he's a good target. Yeah. And in Philly, they got, you know, A.J. Brown, who I picked up. That was the big trade that they did this year. Just got a safety from the Saints, I believe. Uh, one of the better safeties in the league as well. A lot of good moves there, and people are projecting Philly to be at least in the playoffs again, if not win their division. And then we've got Carter at running back, the Jets running back in the flex position for Josh. That's a strong flex position, especially if he's got both receptions and carrying yards and right. receiving yards because we are For putting the check emphasis and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing points per reception. That's a, that we are a points per reception league. So that's a good, good pick there probably. And then we've got uh, Shabert is the kicker from Detroit. I think he will have a lot of opportunities to kick this year. And then Buckner's defense to start. And, Not a bad. Not bad. Oh, strong. Brown sugar Ridge. Ridge got Jameis Winston is a starter. And we do have to say, unfortunately, Rich had to auto-draft a lot of this draft because he had some unseen circumstances come up at home. That's true. And I I forgot that uh, he wasn't auto-draft now that you mentioned that. Because we were talking to him as if he was drafting earlier and then he piped up. So Winston, he is the starter. There's talk of him maybe not being there for that long as well. So we'll see. A, A lot of new things. Sean Payton retired, new coach there. So it'll be an interesting year in New Orleans. Who knows? Maybe they figure it out. Uh, Eckler, Eckler, he's, uh, we mentioned him earlier. That's a good pick at running back. Fournette, Fournette has been streaky with uh, Tampa Bay. He'll go on runs where he'll have like a two or three touchdown game. Right. And then he'll go two or three weeks and then a two touchdown game. Inconsistent. Yeah. And it, it just really is whatever game plan they go with. Like Tom Brady was kind of a game manager last year which is weird to say because he still had great stats uh, you know at the end of the season he was still you know in that MVP conversation but there was games that Tom Brady didn't have a lot of attempts and they just pounded the ball with Fournette so Jamar Chase I think he is the best receiver in the league and he's young and only expecting big things out of him uh, we got Lamb CD Lamb he's definitely Dallas's number one wide receiver now so that's a good pick and that's in your second wide receiver slot so that's good strong wide receivers for Ridge Kyle Pitts, good tight end. He's probably top five. Uh, Mariota is the quarterback, I believe, starting in Atlanta. I don't know if they already announced him, but it's looking like Mariota. And we have got uh, Mike Williams in the flex, wide receiver, top receiver there. In well, it's between him and Keenan Allen, but uh, Williams is starting to kind of take over that number one, one A and one B. We'll put it that way. And then Ridge doesn't have a kicker, so we'll need to pick one of those up. But he does have the Saints defense. So uh, let's take that a ain't bad for an auto draft. That's, that's a pretty good auto draft, actually. Yeah. Let's see. Your mom's tight end. So we got Lamar Jackson. That's a good QB. He's coming back with a vengeance this year. Speaking of vengeance, have you seen how good their backup is? Huntley. He's basically built exactly like Lamar. He's just as fast, nearly. 
He actually played a few games from last year, but he's really good. Josh, you and I actually watched a game he was playing in. Yeah. I think it was against the Packers last year, but that was a good game. Taylor, running back from Indianapolis, I think he's the best running back in the league for fantasy, stats-wise. Montgomery uh, in as well from Chicago. Devin Montgomery. There was, I believe, speculation about him getting traded uh, before the season started, but still there. Devontae Adams, definitely a top five wide receiver, if not top three, if not top one. And actually recently on the NFL ranking list, I believe he was in the top seven of overall players in the league. Uh, Michael Pittman, uh, another good wide receiver in Indianapolis. Guess who's the quarterback in Indianapolis this year? Matt Ryan. Really? Matt Ryan got traded from Jesus. the Falcons. Yeah. I believe they signed him to an extension, so he'll end up retiring as a as a uh, Colt. Excuse me. So what's Carson um, Wentz going to do? Carson Wentz is on the Commanders. Oh, Carson so. Carson Wentz is the Commanders quarterback now. Oh, really? Yep. When did that happen? Uh, I he got see- traded. Okay. See, I, I like out of the yeah. loop with so much stuff. So this season's yeah, so going to be really Wentz interesting. There. Yeah, seriously. I don't know about that, but Carson, the, the, I will say the Commanders got a good young running back and they got a good young wide receiver, which I almost picked up their receiver. He did well for me last year. But uh, Kelsey at tight end to go down down the lineup for your mom's tight end. And uh, he is, by all accounts, largely the number one pick in anybody's fantasy football league at tight end. But guess who's at number two, my guy? And then uh, we've got uh, Hollywood Brown. In Arizona this year, uh, he left Baltimore, and he's in Arizona. Arizona's kind of got a logjam at wide receiver. They got Hopkins, uh, which he's serving a suspension this year. Uh, Hollywood Brown is there. Uh, I believe they have A.J. Green still there as well, the former Bengal. So they got a lot of wide receivers down there. And we got Mayor Kicker, the Dallas kicker. Uh, he had a pretty strong year last year, I believe, if I recall correctly. And Colts on defense. Colts, they've got some solid defense. I'll, I'll be curious to see what they do. We're going to go move on down the league. Memphis Mad Dogs, this is baby Jake Jackson's team, our wrestling correspondent. He got Kyler Murray quarterback, strong pick. Nick Chubb at running back. I think he'll have a good year. Connor, and he'll have to carry a lot, too, with Sean Watson. I think right. he's got a six-game suspension. I don't know if we ever clarified that. So they're going to use Chubb he, a lot. Yeah, they're going to be using him a lot to run the ball. And so we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, Connor. John Connor is used to former Steelers running back. He's in Arizona. He's been there for a few years now. He had a solid year last year. I think he just a uh, a thousand yards. I know. I mean, oh, a thousand yards. That's something. But thousand yard season. Justin Jefferson, good good receiver. Uh, we talked about him earlier. Stephon Diggs, great receiver. We got Andrews from Baltimore. He's definitely in the top five of tight ends in the league, if not top three. And Debo Samuel in the flex position. That's that's a good pick, and that's a good slot for him, actually. Yeah. So that's a great that's a great pick. I wonder what he's there. questionable over. Uh, he actually has got a uh, I believe it's a lingering quad issue. I got you. And then a, a part of that earlier too was the news that he was holding out, but that's been sorted out right in recent weeks. So we got Bass as a kicker. That's a good kicker from Buffalo. He's a good, really good kicker. And Dolphins on defense, which they've been getting better and better. Yeah, they're, um, they're actually projected to be like one of the better defenses this season. I think. Yeah. The wasn't it uh, San Francisco's offensive coordinator is the Dolphins head coach now. The real young guy, I think he's like 34, and he was like quoting like Kanye, I think, <laughs> at his press conference to oh, announce God. himself like lyrics. Is that the thing that you want to quote? That the person? I mean, as long as it's lyrics and it's before it's Jesus or before, right? I think it's all fair. And it game. comes from graduation. I'm way yeah. down with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly what the quote was. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on from Memphis Mad Dogs, Riley Reed option. This is Zach, right? Yeah. Justin Herbert, great quarterback, great young quarterback. Derrick Henry, another great pick. Jamal Williams in Denver, or no, was it, is it Jamal? 
He's a pretty good running back. Hill at wide receiver. So that's our old boy from Kansas City. He got traded. Tyreek. Tyreek. And a lot, lot of eyes on him and what kind of season he's going to have because he's been a very you know top one or two fantasy receiver for some amount of time. Breakaway speed, big play. And in our league, that's going to play well for you because we got incentives for big plays in this league this year. So that's really important to be aware of too. So I uh, like say like a 50-yard catch, you get some bonus points in our league. If you get a 50-yard catch for a touchdown, you get additional po- weighted points. So right. big play. So that's a, this This is a strong team already. Uh, we got Devontae Smith at wide receiver, and that is a great second slot receiver. And we got Dallas Schultz at tight end, another solid tight end pick here. He's definitely in the top 10 in the league. Uh, we got Julio Jones, which I'm curious to see how his season goes. We already talked about him a few times. Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the league. Yeah. Right there. So that's a great pick. Broncos defense is nothing to bet an eye at. They're good. And, uh, so that's the starting lineup. So Riley Reed options got a, got a strong team. And last but not least, uh, well, I'll jump to myself first because fuck the Trump train. He's going to take up the rear. Yeah, hey, <laughs> by the he's, way, he's at the train, end of the human centipede. Trump so. trains in my fucking division. <laughs> my team i've got josh allen starting out i've got saquon barkley i've got josh jacobs at running back also i have uh, aj brown at wide receiver i've got amari cooper at wide receiver i got george kittle at tight end i got hunter renfro in my flex position i've got ryan suck up at kicker he's one of the more solid kickers at tampa bay i'm playing with brady you figure he's going to get a lot of extra point opportunities and anything that you know obviously in the red zone they're on fourth down they're probably kicking a field goal so packers on defense so Trump train coming in last and at the end of the human centipede. Patching all the shit in the mouth. <laughs> Patrick the Mahomes. Good pick. Good, good yep. pick. Yes. Definitely good. top three fantasy quarterbacks without question. And could not to say that he had a bad year last year, but he probably didn't meet expectations, it's fair to say. He's gonna fucking destroy this year. And I think he's going to obliterate, yeah. I think he's coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, often injured. That's his big deal, but he is when he's one healthy, of the most though. versatile players in right. the league, period, regardless of what side of the ball you play on. Right. So Christian McCaffrey could be kind of a deal maker or breaker on this roster in particular. Dalvin Cook, another person often injured, but another again, as far as the talent when he's out there. Top five running back right. in the league. He's got two top five running backs on his team in the league. So it, when they're on the field and healthy. Uh, we got T. Higgins, another great wide receiver. He's the slot two receiver in Cincinnati, but he is the slot one on his team. He's got Allen Robinson uh, on, who previously played for the Bears, I think, last. But Allen Robinson is his second slot receiver. And Hawkinson, a tight end, another good young talent. Najee Harris, that's my boy. That's the one I said earlier. I got eyes on Najee if you want to <laughs> make a deal. But it looks like you got Mahomes. You probably don't need Dak Prescott. Uh, you is actually, or Koo, excuse me, is a very good kicker. He's a really inter- interesting guy to follow. He had some interesting quotes last year, just kind of speaking out against stereotypes and stuff. He's an Asian player in the league. So Eagles defense so that's a solid defense that's a good solid defense there and again we have an incentive for defense in our league so a lot of possibilities you got a lot of athletic defense Eagles teams. just trade for good safety looking good so that is the lineups folks and we're going to close the fantasy football discussion has anybody got any strong opinions anybody feeling good about their team out there yeah, chime I mean, in before we close decent. it out it's better than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I got a, I got a strong opinion about the fact that I'm going to destroy Brown Sugar in the first fucking game. Oh, I'm going to take <laughs> shots him, fired. Take him out. I'm going to fucking flambe his ass with a little <laughs> torch. Shots I'm going to fucking yeah. set him on there, man. Yeah. Set him on there. 
fire them up. Well, so, me and you are going to do a little daddy on daddy action on week one. Me and Barrett. Yep. It's Josh and Barrett. Head to head. Daddy on daddy. Well, I'm going to grab another beer. And if you guys want to talk about this Hellraiser. So there was three stills related to the release today. Actually four, I think, in Entertainment Weekly. Two of them are human characters that don't really add context. It's just a shot in the scene. I don't think that they're worthwhile to report on. But we do get our first images of Jamie Clayton as Pinhead. And then we're going to talk as to why that casting was made uh, and who's involved in the production on the movie. And then we're also going to take a look at the Cenobite. So, all right, Brandon, we are about ready here to share the screen. And I am about to share what we have in store here, my friend. All right. There you go. Behold, in your glory. Oh, there's Pinhead, yeah, that of bitch. Yeah, we're so not, we're not yeah. to the Cenobite yet. I just okay, wanted to show okay. the pinhead to anybody that's watching live with us and stuck in. Awesome. Which just is awesome. Jamie Clayton. And you can see right here she's got a medallion in the middle of her neck. And the neck seems to be uh bored out in nature. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. to put it uh, yeah. roughly and truthfully. And uh, kind of the iconic pinhead pins in the head. But that's awesome. If you read any of the Clive Barker Boom Comics Hellraiser stuff that was like a 2010 turnish, there was a depiction of a female pinhead, and she looked ex- almost exactly like this. So they're nailing that. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, to that's the literally nailing it. I didn't do it. Bear did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. We need something like you know, like a rim shot or something like that. If if only we yeah, were that yeah, professional, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There well, yeah. I mean, it seems like it could be a rim shot around that medallion, but rim job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, I do want to say that uh, I've been running out of shit to fucking watch lately, so I've been trying to catch up on shit that uh, horror shit that I haven't seen before. How about this? Terrif- Terrifier. Is the shit? Yeah, Terrifier. Hmm. They just—they're getting ready to put out Terrifier too. Number two, because that's why I wa- ended up watching this because bloody disgusting. Fucking talked about it, but I watched Pumpkinhead for the first time. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. I, haven't seen that I watched that when I was and a kid. That, and that is glorious. Yeah, and all of its goofy shit. Yeah. yeah. The one thing that they did right was the fucking monster. The monster was legit. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. So I can't really see this motherfucker. What's going on? See this any better? So it's it's dark parts. lighting, but it's like it's a skin face stretched across a wire. Yeah. Or a steel cable. There's nothing in oh, that face. It's void. Fuck me. Yeah. And then he's pulled apart and dissected. Uh and it looks oh. like it's almost like robotic or steel supports inside the arms. It looks like fucking Chucky's face like spilled all over the fucking. It's it's unsettling, man. I saw. I think Collider did a lighter version of it. Let me see yeah. if I got Collider. That's legit, dude. Yeah, like they brought the lighting up so you could actually see. Yeah. It. How's everybody feel about uh, Halloween ends? I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I'm excited. Uh, as good as the first one was, and as much as I didn't like the second one, I'm still gonna give it a chance. So I I did like the second one, but it was just too much. Yeah, I could go I could go on about it forever, but uh, and I'm not going to. So here oh, we go. Oh yeah, there's, there's a, a way one. better picture. Oh yeah, look yeah, at that boy. That bad boy. That boy right there. If you have not seen this yet, you got to go to a Google search. Uh go to Collider I recommend cuz the lighting's a little bit better and pull up the article 
on Hellraiser reboot images. And I want to be clear that the director is not calling this a reboot. It's David Buckner. He did the night house. He just did, what else did he do? He did the ritual also. Yep. Great movie. Yeah. Great he's, movie. He, he's getting some really good movies under his belt to this point. And he's been handed this franchise, but it's interesting enough. This is the movie that's going direct to Hulu. There's also a series being developed by, and this is why Brandon probably was bringing up the Halloween stuff, the Halloween the new Halloween team. So David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, and all of those cats. Brandon's setting them up and we're knocking them down. All I got to say is horror, horror, horror. Watch more fucking horror. Yes. And so if you haven't seen this either, Jesus Winnie the Pooh slashes his way out of a public wild. domain in the first bloody trailer I did, for him. I did not watch <laughs> the trailer. It's wild. I didn't yeah. watch the trailer. Uh, but I will watch the trailer because, you know, the one thing, I'm such a fucking pussy. As soon as I saw a still shot of, in the background, it said, uh, rest in peace, Eeyore. And it was like making fun of like, kind of making fun of him in the background. I was like, God damn, poor Eeyore. (laughs) God damn, man. They had to kill fucking Eeyore. He would have been a great monster. Right. So the night house I mentioned earlier, David Buckner's directing just to give a little bit more information on before we run off and leave it. Uh, Clyde Barker, of course, originally created the content. Anybody who's seen the original iconic 1987 Hellraiser movie, it's amazing. Um, And this is – David Buckner has said in many interviews this is not a quote-unquote reboot or uh, they're not trying to do the traditional like I'm I'm remaking the movie, the first movie. This is a total – demolition of what your expectations and they're supposed to be more yeah good they're supposed to be more married to the material because the original pinhead was a character absence of sex or or a sexual uh identity so and it was described more effeminate actually in the novels so this is a more accurate depiction that's why they hired on jamie clayton specifically to play pinhead and uh, you may know Jamie Clayton from Sense8. She's in that Sense8 show with the Wachowski uh, siblings. And so Sense8 is where she is from. Well, and then uh, not only that, uh, we were talking about this. Oh, man. Yeah, so with that, we haven't seen anything from that uh, new TV show that's coming out, right? No, other than who's involved. So there's no images okay. or castings revealed or anything like that. I do not believe. Yeah, because it keeps on switching up on me, and I'm like, fuck, man. Hopefully, I I know that they tried to do a Hellraiser recently. That was just it fell off the map. Uh, wasn't very good. But I mean, if you watch the first fucking film, it's got very great concepts but it doesn't necessarily land on the acting or right. anything like that. So just stick with it. Fucking watch shit like this because we need more shit like this in our, in our, uh, because we all like the artisanal films and stuff like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, right. Horror wise. But this is like straight horror. I would imagine. I was going to bring up to you guys. Have you guys watched resurrection? Mm-mm. Resurrection, I have not watched yet, but is it not? I'm trying to remember who the director of that is. Tim Roth. Yeah, and Tim, her girl from the Rebecca uh, Hall. Yeah, from she's the Night House. Phenomenal. Yeah, she's phenomenal. Night House was amazing. I'm telling you guys right now, Resurrection was really good. Was legit. Yeah, it's an IFC films. That's I think I sent you guys the trailer on that, but that's one that I definitely wanted to watch. Director was Andrew Sammons on that one. But the concept of it is, if you haven't seen the trailers, I first and foremost, 
let me stop right here. Go watch the trailer. Uh, I will not be able to describe it justice, but she is a, it's essentially, it's a woman who has had some sort of volatile relationship with a man is the illusions that you're getting. And this man is haunting her and it's in her everyday walk of life. A man who by all accounts should be dead or gone. And he is appearing to her in random settings throughout life. And it seems from everybody else's perspective that she's slipping into some sort of psychosis. And the trailer makes it look very subjective. And she's got a young daughter that she's protecting in the midst of all this as well. And it's perceived to at least be in the trailer that the daughter is the daughter of this man in this relationship that she had previously too. So looks real chilling, real haunting. It's, it's a wild concept of a movie. It is, it is, and it is. <laughs> so All um, the above. Yeah, I'm really interested in that. You guys asked me about Nope as well. Uh, the last time that we were on there, have yeah. you watched it? So he's watched it now. So whenever I was a little kid, I watched Fire in the Sky with my parents. I was like, I can fucking hang. I can fucking <laughs> hang. No big deal. I'm fucking hang. It's just fucking aliens. We watch X Files. No big deal. I had to sleep. My my room at that time was in the basement. I was like, I'm by myself. I can jerk off on my waterbed. No big deal. Right. After I watched that film, Fire in the Sky, I was now sleeping on the first floor. <laughs> fuck yeah. that. This nope made me feel like that again. It brought it all back. Literally the first half of the film terrified the shit out of me. Yeah. Especially yeah. those little kids with those fucking masks. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it so much I was like, get me the fuck out of this theater. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be a part of this whatsoever man yeah i yeah. was terrified yeah it was so good the jump scare type stuff yeah jump scare excuse me at first was kind of hitting the nail on the head they were building that tension they weren't revealing everything right. it was real sus you know to start with but then when it, that first the the big iconic image that stood out to me is when they were looking up over the hillside and they could see that the cloud wasn't moving yeah you know oh my god it was standing still you know? and just it was weird to like i noticed it right away because i think josh was sitting right next to me I think I was sitting in the middle between Josh and Ridge, baby. Yeah. I know I leaned over to one of you, if not both of you, and was like, dude, this fucking cloud business is wild. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think, like, one of the most iconic scenes in that whole movie, too, was, like, when it was raining, but it was really just the UFO discharging all the yeah. blood, guts, and metals oh, and yeah. stuff. Oh, my God. And the lightning, like, yeah. illuminates it in the background that's over the house and so, stuff. So, yeah, now we're talking about it more in a spoilery act. Yeah, yeah. Spoil- filled act yeah disclaimer yeah rather than last time when we talked about it, it wasn't very spoily spoilers spoilers so, yeah, i feel spoiler. like it's been out long enough now though yeah i mean it's on demand and stuff now so people should be able to check it out yeah and if you and if you haven't watched it go fuck yourself yeah you're a terrible <laughs> person like i have a i have a two-year-old that's a fucking psychopath he just fucking spills shit everywhere he loved it <laughs> he literally cried to me today for Three hours talking about popsicles. <laughs> like I, I still went out and saw the fucking movie. So your fucking broke ass needs to go out and see it too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, you know that uh, there's a lot of theater chains in America doing three dollar movie tickets on Saturday. Yep. Yep. It's a national theater day. That's cool. So check your local which listings. Fucking, you might be yeah. able to catch something. I still haven't seen Thor, so maybe I can go see Thor for three bucks. There you go. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm surprised that Disney Plus hasn't brought that out yet, but. Uh, they they on Disney Plus's landing page they say it's coming, but they don't give a date. Uh, I think they reported one at one point. It's really good. I've heard mixed things. It's good. It's just I wish they would have delved so much more into Gore's shit. 
They should have made this movie about gore, not make fucking Thor seem like a dumbass. I just... They kind of got a dumbass. Yeah. Which they... is fucking Hulk. <laughs> Until you watch She-Hulk, which is also fantastic. I have yeah, not. I really enjoy you have it. to delve into Disney, that yet. Disney, do me a favor. Stay out of the fucking movie theater. Just make TV shows. I'm down with that, dude. Just yeah. keep adding stuff to streaming services. We don't need this shit, bro. The, the movie theater is a dying breed. I see Gamers Radar is the only place I'm seeing explicitly listed date for Thor Love and Thunder. It looks like September 8th, so next Thursday, one week from tonight. Oh, wow. It might be on go. Disney+. Plus. So you might wait anyway on that then and see something else. Yeah, $3 to see it actually in the theater. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I do kind of want to do a segment on House of the Dragon. I mean, we don't have to do it tonight, but... It did. It just got picked up for a second season like a week ago. Immediately after the first premiere. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it was the highest debut of any streaming show. It has ever. a lot of potential. It really brought me back to the first season, man, yeah. of Game of Thrones. I'll put it. I'll put it to you this way. Whenever I first saw the first episode, I was like, I'm on board no matter what. Right. right. My buddies were up in arms about it. They were like, ah, I don't know. After I watched the second episode, I asked them and they were like, no. Uh, yes, we have to be a part of this. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> like, the second one for sure. Like the drama. Was, gets yeah. It was, like, it was, oh my God. it was classic Game of Thrones setup episode and it set up so much good potential that I'm so excited for the next episode. I don't know if you guys saw the teaser for the next episode. Well, me and Barrett were talking about this. I, I You got to be careful on social media because sometimes people will post stuff. But HBO themselves posted on Instagram stills of Sunday's episode. And let me warn you before you guys go and look for these, they will probably ruin some stuff for you coming up Sunday. I will not repeat it because I don't want to ruin anybody's stuff. Yeah, but yeah. just and be I, careful what I you're watched, looking at on the internet. I watched some of it. I also think it's misleading. A lot of these, I do too. I think they try to plant something in your head to make you think one way and then do something completely yeah, different. They've, they've gotten past that, and HBO's smart enough to fucking. But at the same time, they they could fuck it up too. I mean, right, TV new writers, so we'll past. see. Right. But man, I watch interviews with these new guys. They seem legit, man. They seem like they're like. We're taking in the darkness. Well, you know, one of them's already leaving. Really? Yeah, one of the co-showrunners already leaving after the first season. And uh, Alan, I think it's Alan Taylor, one of the f- original Game of Thrones showrunners, yeah. coming back to ru- take his place. Okay. Motherfucker, man. Yeah. I just, just. He's, uh, I believe he's a Latino or a Latinx guy that's leaving the show. I cannot recall his name. He, he wasn't a showrunner on the previous Game of Thrones. He's specifically yeah, for House of a- Dragons. In the interview, I know exactly who you're talking about. In the interview, I was like, man, this guy fucking gets it. Was that the guy that was saying when they asked him if there was an ending already? He said, yes, that was one of the first things that we wanted to do before we even started filming was make sure we had an ending. Yeah, might have been, yeah. Yeah, and they're adding some intrigue and changing some timelines from the book. It's good story writing 101. Right. Know where your story is going. What is the ultimate goal? Let's build to that. Right. Let's not figure out what happens. You don't put a fucking shot in the dark, you know? Like. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. And HBO isn't going to fuck around, too. They got a lot of money involved in this. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, for sure. That's always to be considered. Yeah, I mean, they got nine more fucking dragons to show off, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think something crazy like that. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I thought that this episode two, to get back to what's actually happening in the show, I thought the most badass thing is whenever the princess 
rolled in on that dragon to Come stop bursting the, out of the clouds. Yeah, bursting out of the clouds because I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Because I thought for a second because they teased the dragon coming down on the mountainside, Damon's dragon, and I yeah. thought that that I think there's some symbolism the there though. Yeah, there is. There yeah. Definitely is. Yeah, because he's like crawling down the mountain right. all evil like and shit. Right. And all of a sudden it gets quiet and some that dragon looks off into the clouds yeah. and all of a sudden you see the clouds moving and then boom yeah. she bursts out of the clouds and John a golden dragon. I might have so. looked away for a second or I, but I thought that was Damon's dragon in the clouds that, that went through and then when it popped up it was her I was like oh shit yeah you know like that genuinely shocked me yeah it was awesome i was man. like pumped the the thing that's mind-blowing to me is that we've gone so far back in time on the show right but her father still brings her down to the to the temple area in the basement the dragon pits right. yeah and there's the biggest dragon's head I'm like, so he doesn't even exist at this point. Right. Right. So we're, holy shit. That's like seven generations. I think the last time, well, it wasn't the last time you've seen it, but one of the most iconic scenes from Game of Thrones is when Ned Stark's like, after he was arrested, he's like in the basement, chained up next to that giant dragon head. You know what I'm talking about? When Varys was talking to him. Well, and you have Jamie Lannister down there, uh, Meeting up with Tyrion, like sneaking in. I mean, I just rewatched the whole fucking series two times. So everything except for the last season. I just don't want to. Oh, why would you? There was. I. Uh, I mean, my my I, only thing is, I love I love the Hound so much. Oh, he was probably one of my most beloved. He's characters one of the from few characters season. short of Jamie Him that had the Brienne. biggest character arc. Grand of Tarth, yep. really? She's up there for you. Me. Oh, yeah, Hound and Brianna Tarth. Well, uh, Jamie Lannister. Fucking... Jamie Lannister. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. He had one of the yeah, biggest character definitely. changes. Oh yeah, yeah. He was my most hated person. Right. It... And he became my almost right. beloved. It was so crazy person. how the writers made you hate that motherfucker in the first three yeah. seasons, and then flip, and then you were so in love with him at the end. And it wasn't drastic. Yeah. It was subtle, right? And gradual. Well, I think characters. he changed. Yeah. He developed as a character, right? And you, without had... question. To me, it was much like the story of Willow with uh, Val Kilmer. Willow oh, Smith, was just a fucking when she was whipping her hair back and forth. Have you ever have you ever seen Willow, Josh? No. no. Oh my God, you got to watch it man is that the is that the puppet one no 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 it's not no it's not no it's not a puppet one i was agreeing with barrett oh God damn it. my bad no you need to watch willow what's willow because I'm willow's to... coming back on disney as a tv and it's series. going to be a tv series oh i'm interested i'm trying to remember what it is yeah 1988 i'm gonna pull it up for josh here in case you didn't know Warwick oh yeah yeah, Davis, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 okay it was like a fantasy type yes. thing i do remember this warwick davis yeah Okay. George Lucas, Ron Howard directed, directed one of his first movies he directed. I knew George Lucas was involved too. Wow, me being a Lucas Lucasfilm buff, I'm surprised I haven't seen Willow. I do know what it is, but I have not seen it. He must be doing some construction over at Brandon's fucking chiseling away at the Mona Lisa or some fucking shit. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Good loud. Yeah, House of Dragons. And how about that brutal uh, massacre in the streets by Damon? Oh, City yeah. Watch. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? see where they cut oh, that rapist fuck. nuts off? Yeah. Just, so, he's a rapist. So I was listening to the House of the Dragon podcast, and one of the show, or one of the co 
host of the show got to see a, a screening of the first episode in LA because they've done the Game of Thrones podcast too. So he's pretty popular. So they invited him out to see it before it aired. And he said it was so funny because in that scene where they took that guy's testicles off, there was actually like a very loud like fart sound at the same time when they cut the guy's nuts off. And he was like, wait a minute, did that just happen? Uh, <laughs> he's like, did I just hear that? And he said, my friend that was with me is like, oh yeah, you totally heard that. And he's like, so the whole time I was watching the first episode, I was waiting for that scene to hear if they, and he, he said, no, they took it out. So the audio guys must've cut it and realized That's that it funny. wasn't. There's so in the original cut, somebody got scared and they clenched their cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, he, he said there was a very loud, audible fart whenever they cut <laughs> the, the dude's nuts off. So he couldn't tell if it was like audio or if it was in the theater. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I downloaded that podcast. So It's um, fantastic. Yeah, you should give him a shot. Listening, uh, New Lord out, of the Rings. Outer Range. Oh my god, New Lord of the Rings came out today. Two episodes. You know, uh, Peter Jackson got butt hurt because he was not uh, to be involved yeah, whatsoever. And not... Due to his own doings, that is. But right. I've seen some mixed stuff about it. September 1st, 2022, baby. Yeah, I just saw that too. Wow. Yeah, they upped the date. It was supposed to be on the 2nd, but then they also said that they're releasing two episodes instead of one. God damn it. I was on this bullshit podcast and not watching that. Yeah. Let's get off here and I'll watch it real quick. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's. Uh... But Lord of the Rings, I'm not really familiar with like who's all involved with the show. I think this is a, a lot of uh, as far as production no companies. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw this fucking stupid ass post by IGN. Jeff Bezos, son says, oh, I better not fuck this up, dad. And. The whole time in my head, I'm like, first of all, Jeff Bezos has nothing to do with this. He's not overseeing it. Right. He's not doing anything like that. He's jerking off to fucking dead babies up in the sky. All right. Jeff Bezos is a little fucking creepy cunt character. The fucking just like, and your and your son, you better be a mama's boy because your mom is cool. Your dad is a fucking piece of shit. And and we're assuming this is the son of his recently divorced wife, right? I'm assuming so, yeah. Yeah. Man's been married like three times though, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to keep up. Like wow, what a fucking piece of shit. But yeah, so Lord of the Rings is with Amazon and it is coincidentally it's up now, so evidently, so we'll have to check that out. Uh I wanted to talk about Outer Range. Have you guys watched that yet? No. The, so concept is setting set on a Wyoming ranch. Josh Brolin is the head of a ranch family who has a mysterious oh wander onto his property. Imogen Poots, easy on the eyes, comes up on his property. And there's a, a guy that was in uh, Armageddon. I can't think of what else he was in right off the top of my head. Plays kind of this rival ranch next to theirs. And his sons are all fucking Steve entitled. Doing, no. Uh, <laughs> but that would be hilarious. That would be I the wish. greatest, dude. I wish, dude. Just to see Steve hey, uh, Did your cattle I mean, come over here on my ranch, yeah. motherfucker? <laughs> I love Boardwalk Empire, but it's still all ultra hilarious because it's Steve Buscemi oh, the whole yeah. time. Oh, my God. He does a really good job, though, because he but really, he's like, terrifying. takes you into that yeah. character. He's yeah. great. Like, just as the minute that you want to love Nucky Thompson, you fucking realize he is a gigantic piece of shit that doesn't care about anybody except for himself. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got to season four. Oh, it's good. Like, I think season four is the worst. Five doesn't attempt to wrap it all up. The, the five first has three, are, the first three are amazing. Oh yeah, and whenever me and Liz watch something, 
she's gotten such a keen eye for it that she's like, you don't watch this bullshit anymore. I'm like, I don't want to fucking watch it. <laughs> I want to remember it for the first three seasons and that's it. Yeah. Well, back on the She-Hulk discussion, uh, that, that chick who plays her, Tatiana, I can't remember her name, but she was in Orphan Black. And we Orphan watched Black. the first season of Orphan Black and I just fell off of it out of nowhere. I, I watched the first three, the first three seasons. Or the first two, maybe. Yeah, I don't know but what happens. I, after the I first. love Orphan Black. It was I good. Love when I watch. I it's mean, so good. I, I guess that was a Canadian TV show. I didn't realize that. But yeah, it's what? BBC America is what it aired on. Oh, okay. They had yeah, a couple you different and you shows. Were watching a lot of BBC last year, or whenever we were to not last year, whenever you and me were living together. And, uh, there is five overall seasons and. Yeah, there's so many shows out there, so much to offer. You know, we've hit it on in the previous shows. We hit it on this one. Definitely out of range to get back on that. It's definitely worth checking out just to fill out, to finish out the premise on that. These ranch hands, mysteriously, this wormhole shows up in the middle of their property, and they're in the middle of a property dispute, and it just happens to fall in the fault line of the property dispute. And there's some, like, weird time travel stuff going on. I'm only halfway through it so far, Damn. and it's hard to f- figure out, like, where, where you're at the timeline of things. Well, it's just Josh Brolin in general. He's a fucking. Oh, he acts circles badass. around everybody. A, well, and he's a person, like a real person that right. actually talks to people yeah. about real life shit. Uh, minus sun tanning his asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he's bleaching his asshole shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he sun tanned his asshole because Gwyneth Paltrow told him to do it. Yeah, <laughs> but he's also. Let's be fair. This man was an addict before he was right. an alcoholic and he was a fucking uh, huge drug user. James Brolin's son. He's, uh, so he's been a childhood actor. Out. Yeah, he's in the Goonies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all the way back then, if you can remember that. And then his worst performance was uh, that big purple alien. No, it, it wasn't a bad performance. Yeah, Thanos. You know, I mean, the man's face. Look at him. I'd fuck his mouth. <laughs> Why not? I mean, his chin looked like a ball sack, though, as Thanos. Yeah. So you'd smash your balls into your balls. (laughs) Speaking of balls, let's get back on the ballless Trump train. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Speaking of which, Barrett, you sent us a, real quick, you sent us a uh, Crocs, uh, like a dude wearing Crocs. That was Josh. American flag. Yeah. It had the little uh, croc ornaments that the nut sacks on the back. I'm trying to go to Korea, man, because I can't take this shit anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm willing to go closer to North Korea just to make sure I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. So that's Southern Korea, of course, not well, right. Korea. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going straight to North Korea. Yeah, yeah I'm going to North Korea, trying to work work for their military. You and Dennis Rodman are going over there together. <laughs> I bet you would do. I do. <laughs> I'm already skinny, but wait until you see after my diet there. All right, Josh, what's your name on the fantasy football before we get off here? The W's. Da W's. The W's. Yep. You got the eagle. Oh yeah, with the little. Yeah, yeah. Fly, right, Eagles, fly. Speaking of next Thursday, we are going to be live with Slide while the game's going on, so we might have the game running in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> while, we're, while we're casting with those cats. Uh, next week is Slide, and then after that, we will have Joey Rackavan. So 
We're going to be promoting slides so you guys can hear slides music. Sweet. I'm down. Good, good spacey rock type stuff. So people check them out in advance. They're from Philly. And I mentioned this uh, last week, but they just got filmed by Hate56, which is a huge social media account that Hell promotes yeah. bands. Alrighty, sir. I think that wraps it. We did it. Let's you'll say a squeal of grind on Hate56. Fucking rocks, man. Like, <laughs> fucking tear that shit up. Yeah. That girl singer is legit. It burns my soul. I love you guys. Yeah, she's she's yeah. good. Absolutely. And don't forget to check out Mr. Tom Tickle's shop, who's in our hyperlinks, Nobnar the Unpleasant. You can find and all the links Edwas. on the socials. Edos, Imperius Emporium, but mostly hail the fucking Dark Lord, baby. I am Barry Insane on Instagram and Twitter as usual. Josh, you can find him on Instagram. He's underscore Josh Welch. For this week, we're out of time. Good night and good luck. Stay safe out there. This is Barrett from the ATI Podcast. Each week, Josh and I discuss current events, pop culture, music, TV, movies, politics, sports. Nothing is out of bounds. You can also tune in to learn about rising artists, small businesses, whether it's music, graphic design, filmmaking, or even a brick-and-mortar mom-and-pop shop. We'll be spotlighting folks in their endeavors. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, or anywhere you enjoy your podcasts. Just search ATI Podcast. We would like to thank you for your continued support, and as always, please... Stay safe out there. Hey, this is Josh from ATI Podcast. For show updates and news about the podcast, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ATI Podcast 22, on Twitter at podcast underscore ATI, on Instagram at the ATI Podcast, on TikTok at ATI Podcast. DMs are always welcome. Have a question for the show? You can always email us at ATI Podcast Questions at gmail.com. Stay safe out there.